1: One mob, one Reagan, one fortnightly discussion of comics and nerd culture. I am your host Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer,
0: and I'm your other host Eric's a good night professional artist and illustration nerd.
1: And we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You're home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. It's episode 266. Hey Eric,
0: I don't have any wise cracks about numbers this time.
1: That's fine. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hey guys, we're talking about Mob Psycho 100 later on. In your bobo mm-hmm. club about, uh, why can I never think of the word when I need to? The words the, are hard. The psychic person with psychic abilities. Um,
0: well in, in the actual
1: Japanese, they call them espers. Esper. That's the comes
0: that's... from the word ESP.
1: Ah, esper. That's the word I was looking for. Talk about school kid. Esper. hmm. Stuff.
0: Don't they use, they don't use esp too much in this translation. They might have used it one time that I remember saying, but they they say it quite a lot in 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 the the Japanimation.
1: <laughs> you went there before I could.
0: Look, I think canonically we just need to start using Japanimation, ironically for this show.
1: I don't know, and, and I even when when I say it, it kind of makes me ill. So I don't, <laughs> I don't. Know if I, I can, you know, I I,
0: I, I, I uh, I'm all about saying awful dumb shit. To, to to pop people.
1: It's like when I ironically say graphic novel. I don't, yeah, that, um, that all that
0: that does make my, my skin crawl.
1: I <laughs> Don't really like it that much. Uh but we'll talk about that later I feel on. Like,
0: I feel like Chris is whispering in my ear when I say it. One of us <laughs> <laughs>
1: Graphic novel. <laughs> Literary graphic novel <laughs>
0: i'm so smart
1: (laughs) uh we got we got that in in book club that's later on we got books that came out this very past couple weeks uh to talk about first it is time for a fresh segment it is time for floppies for nightly floppies for nightly is a part show where eric and i review a selection of this past couple weeks books to buy or do not buy them there may or may not be a mush meter involved our first book of the week is empire all right, I, I can't, I can't, I can't even say this: Empire Zero colon Avengers, because there's also Empire Zero colon Fantastic Four. Did Did you see the page that has all the, the all the comics that are going to be a part of this event? Uh,
0: yeah, right? it, it just opened right up to it, and I'm gonna guess those are all wrong because I don't think they're going to be released in the
1: past. Yeah, that might be a problem. Hmm. I, I don't know why they released this comic book didn't bother updating the
0: i'm gonna say dude but... like you have you have control over this you can i mean i guess i guess the real answer is they were probably already printed yeah you know they were already printed this way and they've been sitting around waiting to ship and whatever um it's just really funny that it lists this stuff is coming out in april may and june
1: and it, here it is three days away from fucking july When I, not it's not happening sorry mm-hmm. um i will say that this book i i didn't know we we historically do not enjoy zero issues we always are like no you don't need to buy it that's ultimately mm-hmm. what we say but i also i just wanted to know what the hell empire actually is about because i still had no idea I we we've read a couple books that have like hinted at like you know Hulkling is gonna he's going back to the Kree and the scroll or whatever and I'm like well I still don't know what's happening I kind of like to know that at least um, and we can talk about it on the podcast this book's pretty mm-hmm. I give it it's very pretty it explains I think uh what's at stake relatively well. I
0: I I enjoyed my time with it. While I was reading it, I'm thinking I just want to read more Al Ewing writing.
1: Yeah, I think you know, that's it, I,
0: it, it. Works for me.
1: Yeah, Al Ewing. That's I think <laughs> that book. This book, I think, above all else, does say, "Hey, Al Ewing's really good. That mm-hmm. uh, uh, he's a good writer." Um. Now, uh, okay. I think this is a good comic book. It. It. I think it. It manages to both introduce what's at stake with the empire event and get the voices of all these characters really done really well. It looks very pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, my question for you, Eric, does this make you want to read empire?
0: Yeah. kind of.
1: Okay. okay.
0: And I, I like, I got through this and I'm like, huh, this is interesting. Um, and I think like, you know, what we're set up for the fantastic four zero book is I assume this same conflict from a different perspective. And there there's going to be some some budding heads here. um, And I seeing this list of all the stuff that's in this event exhausts me. But I have to say the tone of this issue, the way this this feels good. I mean, it, it harkens me back to when Hickman wrote in. Was it Infinity? What was it called?
1: Yes. Infinity and yeah. then Secret Wars were the, the two events that they. Yes. Yeah, those were the the last
0: events that I enjoyed because they were just big, dumb comic book fun. Uh, you know, something that I could read and be like, well, this is awesome. Doctor Doom is God. Um, you know, there's 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 good stuff. There's a there's a madman fighting crystal men and pig Thor shit's happening.
1: I will say that this is either good or bad news, uh, a lot of these comic books are no longer coming out at all. So <laughs> I I don't know how many of them. I've only saw uh that Invasion of Wakanda is not exi- does not is never going to be released as far as I know now. So that's hmm. I don't know how many of these side ca- side books they're going to be canceling, just writing them off because they don't they don't have the bandwidth, I guess.
0: <sighs> what a bummer. It is what it is, I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I am also curious about Empire. I want to see, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, it's, it's, and I'll say that is a, a step, a couple steps ahead of where I have been with the last few Marvel events where I've been like, no, nah, thanks. Not even, I don't care. Not curious. Don't want to look into them. Don't want to read, you don't even want to read issue number one. And this, I'm actually, Oh no, not give it a shot. Let me, let me, yeah. let me see how it goes. Um. I mean this even makes me want to kind of read the fantastic four zero issue that that's no, i do want
0: to, i do i do want to read that i uh, i mean how starved for fantastic Four content have we been?
1: i'm gonna say that franklin this is a good int- this is a good wait time for the x men to get their dirty little <laughs> fingers on franklin uh oh uh- oh intrigue intrigue uh i'm gonna buy make it clear for sure me too. Uh, Double-bye. Empire Zero Avengers. Next up is Batman. I said the killer smile in our notes at first, but it is Batman the Smile Killer, number one. Uh, written by Jeff Lee Meyer. Art, Andrea Sorrentino. Colors, Jordy Belair. Letters, Steve Wands. Uh, black Label Batman book. Uh, Bruce Wayne's a crazy person.
0: Does- yeah, I don't... Ugh. I I... I have conflicted feelings about this one because this is a framework we have definitely seen before, just like over and over and over again um you know the 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 bait and switch of and I don't know i'm i i don't i definitely like i don't think that this is bad um it is kind of interesting to see some of these things in the context of Batman. But at the same time, like you've seen this story of you've been in a mental asylum all along. Lightning bolt flashes. Oh no, you're crazy. And I just like, I don't know. I don't, do you really need to see gaslighting Batman, the comic book? I, um I, I don't know. Like I do enjoy this. It does look really nice, even though this is an artist that I'm not super high on.
1: Andrew Sorentino. Yeah, we've read her before. I don't think you've ever mm-hmm. been a huge fan. I i mean, I'm I think she's fine. It's 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 uh, definitely
0: for, it's definitely better than
1: and for stories like this. Average especially. and bland.
0: It just it just she looks like um oh gosh, I can't think of his name. It's um he did Punisher covers in the early aughts. Can't think of it. For some reason, I want to say it's Tim something. I don't know. It's irrelevant. They, he has a style similar to hers. It, um.
1: Yeah, I, I at the end of the day, this is I, I don't know if this is, is this a Joker story. Like one, I'm exhausted by Joker stories every mm-hmm. time I, I am. And I and, and it. A lot of times, I read these, we read Batman stories so often, and it's so often I go, am I just, I've read too many Batman stories, you know, and mm-hmm. I need, I need something really novel at this point with Batman, or something that is very basic, like, very core to the character, and this feels like a dozen different Batman, an- the animated series episodes, where mm-hmm. Batman is crazy, oh, he's not crazy, and I know that Batman's not crazy, I know that there's a Batman, guys, I, you can't, Convince me otherwise. So, Mm -hmm. all I know is I'm like waiting for, like, okay, when is it the Joker this time? Is it the Mad Hatter? Is it Scarecrow? Which of the villains is it? Oh, it's the Smile Killer? Is it Batman himself this time? Or is it, no, it's not actually. Like, that's like, I already can see the three next three twists ahead in this book where, oh, Batman, they convince Batman that he's the Smile Killer, that he's the Joker, but then, oh, no, he's not. And you're like, okay, I get it. I don't know. It just feels like a very like Okay. Do you know
0: what it do you know what it is? What? It's a stupid idea from bad creative.
1: <laughs> All right, Le Champion. Uh, I feel
0: like I feel like Lee Meyer has done a reasonably good job executing a bad idea, but at the end of the day, a bad idea is a bad idea. I'm also really losing a taste for like Stories where the the the
1: crux of the plot is someone's crazy, and also this he kind of did this with Moon Knight. Yeah, that was kind of that same story. Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll pass on all all of this. It's not again. This is like a, it's not that it's executed poorly. It's, just it's a,
0: executed very well for what it is. But stupid idea from bad creative.
1: I I don't no. Thank you. did not buy. Yeah. Yeah. Double do not Batman. The Smile Killer number one. Next up is that Texas Blood number one, by Chris Condon and Jacob Phillips. I live in Texas, uh, Eric. So oh, I hadn't noticed. I was legally required to purchase a comic book that says that has Texas in the title. Um, this feels
0: like this. This feels like a character from the Andy Griffith Show being put in a Cullen Brothers movie.
1: I mean I was literally thinking this is no country lot very similar to no country for old men but um yeah.
0: yeah absolutely
1: which I love no country for old men so
0: I it's a it's a, it's a good confusing movie
1: <laughs> yes exactly um I I like this a lot yeah, I, I do too but it is a question now and I, I it is a question now I'm going to I think I'll probably have for forever <laughs> the rest of my life about how we portray police officers in fiction Hmm. uh considering the widespread yeah. police brutality that is evident every single day now on the news and how much of our public how much of our opinion of police is shaped by fictional police officers and
0: propaganda they call it
1: had and you heard that? I did not. That's a very appropriate portmanteau. Mm-hmm. Um it and like I'm guilty uh, as much as anyone. Yeah. Um Yeah. Li- literally my next book has a cop as the main character,
0: but police stories are good and compelling and we want to root for like it's a natural story shape. We want to root for people that are finding and solving problems with the bad guys like uh, it's cops and robbers, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. It it's, it makes for a very easy, and it's an easy entry point to any stories when you have a, you know, your protagonist is a person who's tasked with solving those, you know, with solving those issues and is in the middle of a community, has a lot of in- entry points and access points to a lot of characters. Like this, structurally, it's like it's a crutch at some points, but it's also an easy way to analyze uh, a community, a small town like the one in this story. I don't know. I I feel like the answer a lot of time is just take it case by case. Um, I I I like this a lot, and I think yeah. I don't I don't think you have to put a, you don't have to like declare moratorium on cop stories. I just think you have to write them well and be considered about how you portray the police in a relatively realistic way, even in fiction, and be honest about how the police are in real life. I think there's also because this is like a small town sheriff it not as big a yeah uh, so you can there's a little bit there's more conceits there that you can you can you can buy into I guess but I don't know I I really like the story and I'm really curious where it's going um it's really well told it, it it I think the art really suits it oh it's gorgeous
0: real beautiful there's the colors just just magnificent really really well uh meshed together so
1: i don't, I didn't know god what
0: his th- name is joe bob
1: <laughs> uh i'm a buy
0: yeah me too i'm buy on this copaganda
1: <laughs> uh it's double buy that texas blood number one next up is bleed them dry number one created by hiroshi Koiz- koizumi i don't know if that's how you pronounce that but that's my best guess uh, that's good enough okay written Which, by I mean, yeah koi Zumi is good enough written by elliot ray hall art dyke ruan colored Mikel, miuerto lettered and world the ninja vampire tale i mean if you had told me
0: that would you enjoy reading this i would just say no but i like this book i feel like they handled it very well I'm in I'm by my nature a little incredulous of vampire stories, mm-hmm. um, but something about the way this is handled, like I I enjoy the tone of it. And, I mean, the, the 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 main vampire character is basically an anime trope, the walking anime trope. But for some reason, I enjoy him.
1: Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat with you with this one in that. It feels it's a story that I'm like, oh vampires in the future and oh mm-hmm. vampires zero killers targeting vampires, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, uh, okay. But then I read it and like, no, it it looks great. It's well executed, yeah. well written. Um yeah. I think my only <laughs> my only real critique is like whenever I see something is set in the year like three thousand and something, mm-hmm. I'm like why? Why are we going that far in the future? Like you can't like, I'm like immediately like, why can't it just be like twenty three hundred or something like that's just as believable? I think I
0: don't know when you jump far enough into the future, you can just pretend a lot of things are solved and then no one. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't tell you what I. I it's a thing that I literally never think about. I want I want to see the the numbers being as whacked out and far out as I can. You're
1: t- you're ten thousand and forty seven.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. I want to I want to see that. I just I don't know. Part of me is like that number's bigger.
1: It is a big number. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm. I I think this is an interesting. Uh, world we're we're placed in mm-hmm. with the with mm-hmm. the vampires the immortals as as they, we are told, and then we're dropped right into conspiracy. And I think it does world building the right way. You know, it doesn't like give you big dumps about here's how vampires work. It's just kind of like yeah. b- brought up naturally in dialogue and kind of and it's it's the the characters feel natural in this place. Um, so I'm a buy.
0: Are you gonna buy friends brand cat food? No. That's a shame. I have to
1: buy. I'm a buy on this book. I like it. I have to. I have to buy diet special food for Smokey. Oh, she, poor baby, because she's got the diabetes. Oh. So that was a double die, double buy. Bleed them dry. Number one.
0: Double buy. Bleed them dry.
1: <laughs> yep. Our last book of the week is the Black Rubric. Number one. Um, art. Oh, there we go. Art. Katie Fleming script, Christopher Mole letters, Hassan Atman El How, and that's yep, okay, that's it. Um, I there's a an a comic book about a black metal band. I mm-hmm. believe we are legally obligated to read it on the podcast.
0: I just I'm noticing now that they list like their favorite song and stuff mm-hmm. on the first page, and I think that's adorable. Then. Wait a minute, is this the... No, it's the bassist. I was like, does the, is the drummer his song is YYZ? No. No. It's the bassist. Who cares what the bassist thinks? Of
1: course the bassist likes Rush. I get, Yes, that's
0: fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's
1: fair.
0: <laughs> that is indeed kind of how YYZ goes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Don't you like... Can't like you lived in Canada for like two years? Don't you like know how to play YYZ on the bass?
1: I can play it in rock band.
0: That's I mean, I can too, but only on medium mode. I'm pretty bad.
1: Uh, this is this is this is cuddly metalocalypse, yeah, exactly. That's that's a good way to describe it, yeah. It is it is it is absolutely cuddly metalocalypse. This is this is literally
0: the the episode of metalocalypse that i have seen the most the one where they they accidentally summoned the troll or whatever it was mm-hmm. that's literally the plot of this as a as a series
1: yeah i mean this is a I, i'm pretty sure this is just like a one-shot mm-hmm. uh one-shot little story here um which i'm totally fine with
0: there's not a second
1: episode no this is an issue it. Excuse uh, there's, me. there's not a second episode of this um this is i believe just a one one shot story um this is also to say
0: the end what a bummer
1: and it is like a self published thing this is this is a, our indie book of the week true indie book of the week mm-hmm. um the cover got me and the 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 story of growling grindy black black metal band concrete satan um i don't know i i really like it for people i've really never heard of before yeah. it, uh it's
0: it's a silly mess, but like I I certainly enjoyed my time with it. yeah, there's there's nothing, nothing really that bad that I could say, even if I wanted to be mean, that it's perfectly palatable. Um, I really like black and white comics. This reads good as a black and white comic. Um, I don't know the The characters are all pretty distinct. The story is all pretty clear it 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 just works you know it's it's good yeah good um, good
1: comic yeah it's fun hooray yeah it's it's a fun book about uh, a black metal band fighting the devil what is there not to like about that i mean
0: you know some people some people don't like the devil this may surprise you what yeah weirded (sighs) me out too man i'm sorry how can you not? Sorry to spring it on you like this.
1: my day's ruined. It's true. You told me that <laughs> some people don't <laughs> like the devil. Uh, so buy yeah, buy the Black Rubric. It's a it's a it's a fun book. Mm-hmm. Some names to keep an eye on. See what they do next. For uh, sure. Double buy the Black Rubric number one. That's it for floppies this week. Uh, where's we can...
0: the where's the comic book about a disco band summoning Satan? That's I mean, the one I want.
1: Be the change you want to see in the world, Eric.
0: I mean if if only i could if only i could make myself do all the ideas that i had i mean i would need i would need to live 10 lifetimes to do that i
1: yeah that's true i still gotta i still gotta get to work on transferring youtube videos to vhs tapes
0: (laughs) it's such a pain in the ass to download youtube videos
1: that's Uh, awful we can move on to our next segment it's time for checking in Check in is the part the show Eric and I talk about what we've been up to the past couple weeks, uh, news and reviews and whatever. Uh, there's so, going to
0: be some whatever.
1: Yeah, is uh, we'll we'll start with the big news, I guess.
0: That sounds fine.
1: Yeah, it's not, and then just be depressed for the rest of the episode. I mean, yeah, what's the, it's fine. Yeah, it's we. I mean, you got to uh, take that poison pill. It's true,
0: you know. I've been I've been doing it twice a day.
1: <laughs> um, big news in comic books the past week or two. Not just comics, but I think cogent mm-hmm. for this podcast is comic books. Uh, started with Cameron Stewart sexual assault allegations, or not even sexual assault necessarily, but uh, abusing positions of power uh, and mm-hmm. ab- abusing uh notoriety uh and Mm -hmm. his position to harass women uh in various ways multiple um multiple reports coming out what I forget who the first person was but there's been after that there was like a landslide onslaught of people and then after that happened uh Warren Ellis a lot of news about him about a lot of women coming up um and again a lot of women a lot of an mm-hmm. onslaught of them and then there's various other names uh, throughout the industry um uh, uh, most of the, the uh, in the, the kind of after that there was a lot of it was behind the scenes people most for all, all editors and 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 in various companies I saw dark Horse uh dc mm-hmm. still um because of Eddie Berganza There's still Uh, you know and who they employ uh there's i saw i think i want to say boom as well i can't recall um there's more um but then most recently i think it was jason latour and robbie rodriguez Mm -hmm. Uh, both situations similar or uh, you know abusing positions of power um to try and you know have sex with women get into relationships or whatever I think a
0: lot of it was just gross misconduct at conventions, at least what I read about Latour and had, I mean, I had heard firsthand about, uh, Robbie Rodriguez, about him being a scumfuck, but I definitely heard some not so great stories about him as of late. Latour was a huge blow to me. Um, but I mean, like just from, my limited exposure to him over the past four or five years at heroes. I'm like, you know, if someone had said that to me completely divorced from the accusations and said, do you think Jason Latour does this? I'd be like, yeah, that, that actually tracks. I I don't know. I, I, it's a lot. It's hard to keep up with all of this mess. And (sighs) I don't know. We need to I, I think the problem that a lot of people have with it is everyone are that they're accusing these men of acting treating these things like it's their own personal harem when a lot of artists and writers and people that are like oh, this is professional and I want to I want to climb the ladder. I want to do this. I want to improve my career. A lot of women in general really hate um socializing in bars and things like that. I have I know I have people that I've worked with in the past that would complain about that. They're like, I hate, you know, I hate talking to these horny married men and, you know, drinking with them and pretending to be nice. And like, I, I don't know, I get it. But at the same time, I like going to bars and chatting with my friends, particularly the ones that I see once a year. I I I I feel bad for them. It's ugly. And I think that it needs to be thought about and a better system for everyone, you know, that needs to be less harmful. You know, they have so many people speaking out against it. It's something, it's like, who the fuck knows? I'm not going to be able to change anything.
1: No, I think it's that it it's a there's a there's a lot of complicated Mm -hmm. aspects. I mean, it's a
0: it's it's a culture that's pervasive in not just the comic book industry. I mean, this blew up huge in wrestling, basically the same two or three day span video games as well that I was not following. But of course, of course it did. I mean, I think video games, I'm not surprised, is way worse because video games is like it is full of the the tech industry in general. Just absolutely full of like just the, the worst people. So I am not
1: surprised. I mean, it's I think in the video game industry, it's largely been an issue with higher people, not just like. Not mm-hmm. to say that, you know, Cameron Stewart, Warren Ellis, Jason Latour aren't important. They are, but they are all, you know, they're not editor in chief of yeah. companies. They are creatives. They're
0: important creatives. Yeah. yeah.
1: While, you know, they are multiple executives in Ubisoft mm-hmm. are being accused of just terrible things. And uh, they're, there's, so there's a lot of stuff happening there. Also, I'm not as tightly looking at the video game stuff i just that's kind of come across my feeds as well um but you know i have i like for i don't know i considered warren ellis one of my creative heroes um Mm -hmm. he is i thought i think his work is great uh and important uh in in a lot of cases like transformative to the medium Mm -hmm. um And I think, you know, you linked me to an article, um, was it Dr. Nerdlove, about that? Guess, guess what? Guess what happened? Guess what Dr. Uh, Nerdlove
0: did? Oh, no. What? what I don't know the whole story, but they said assault. I don't know if it was sexual assault or if it was physical assault, but, yes, someone Mm. accused Dr. fucking Nerdlove as well.
1: Okay. Well, regardless... Uh that only a cameras home his point of how mm-hmm. of uh it's a very tricky th- thing where you have to mm-hmm. somehow keep in your mind of about your the work that these creative people have made that you enjoy yeah. have enjoyed and probably still do enjoy uh and has been important to comics and even some, maybe in some cases they have have in more else's case has also helped other, you know, more marginalized people find footing, but you know, then just comes into question of like, well, what do they have to do to get, put themselves in that position where they were able to, he was able to give them work. Well, did, what do they, you know, you don't know. And that's the thing you're, it, it complicates everything and you, have to you know have to engage in a certain level of cognitive dissonance Mm -hmm. where you have to keep in mind that one yeah his work can be important to you and can influence how you create Mm -hmm. but also he did bad things and
0: i think that the conversation about he did bad things and it's a thing that kind of as we examine all of our culture going forward kind of through this um, Howard Zinn uh, sort of lens of looking at it through the lens of the victims, you know, re examining these things, taking into you know, consideration the point of view of, you know, not just not just cis cishet white people, white men. Um, I don't know. Like it makes me think of, um, the philosopher Heidegger. Are you familiar with this person?
1: I know, I know the name. I don't think I've ever read Heidegger.
0: Well, the thing about, I I mean, I'm not overly familiar with his work either, but he is someone who is a part of the philosophical canon. He also was a Nazi and that is the thing that you cannot divorce from the legacy of, of Heidegger. When you talk about his work, you're like, okay, let's just pause here. This man literally was in the Nazi party. Um, and, and I think that that is, that's the conversation that kind of needs to be had about anything that stands the test of time. I think, I don't know, in terms of my long-term feelings about, the work of Latour and, and, and Alice in particular, I don't know what I'm, how I'm going to feel about that in 10 years time. I know Southern bastards, a book that he was, it wouldn't be the same book without him, you know, and it touches me in my soul. Like it's deeply important to me. Um, and, Certainly Warren Ellis has done stuff that just floors me that I, I just have enjoyed his work tremendously over the past two or three years. It's been one of the things I consistently enjoy and this, it, it, it taints it. It makes it harder to look at, you know, Jason Latour has written a lot of beautiful inspirational posts about social justice and being a Southerner and, All of these things, and it's hard to look at that now. So, I don't know how I'm gonna, how my feelings on it are gonna evolve over the years. And I think I'm gonna be challenged to completely write off their work altogether. But it's obvious that, you know, their greasy, coercive practices should be condemned as loudly as they can from the highest of rooftops and probably should be a part of the conversation whenever you're talking about the art that they made just simply because it's a thing that should not be in these spaces anymore period
1: yeah it's it's and uh, you said earlier Eric, you know you yourself can't do much about you know what it's not like you could have prevented any of that stuff from happening it's you know it's about being that do making that change of like mentioning those things and making sure they're heard loud and clear and making sure it's it it's it heard that it's unacceptable mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. no room for it it's but it's just not uh you don't you want to think people are better than that and it, it's yeah. it's 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 a and especially in the when you in the last few weeks when it's all these cultures that we are ingrained in that we love. You get this terrible, terrible news about all these terrible people and you want to think that people are better. And that it's not Mm -hmm. that it's not that you don't believe, um, people believe the allegations. It's, it's, it's about, I don't know. Uh, it's difficult
0: to radically change how you feel about someone. It's hard to turn on a dime like that. You know, like there's I probably have even told you about this. There was a guy um, that I was friendly with and I would see him in the scene. I would see him at shows and, you know, we would chat here and there. And someone someone me to him and said, like, this guy raped me and my brain was doing somersaults, you know, and I struggled to believe the accusation like I stopped and I read it and I reread it I don't particularly like the model of anyone can be a victim and anyone can be a victimizer but it like at the end of the day like that was a a harmful bad thing and I'm feel very confident that he did it and that other people are fine with it and that it caused a lot of harm to the person that he did it to, but it's not easy to to do that work and change the way that you think and feel about someone.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a it's a process of time and of mm-hmm. just uh, applying applying everything we just talked about to your thought process, mm-hmm. and it's not easy, but it has to be done. So Eric, I played a video game. Let's please talk about video games. <laughs> uh I got a game it's called Cult Canyon. Not
0: not Cult Cabana. No,
1: it's not Cult Cabana. Not boom boom cult canyon. No, it's Cult Canyon. Uh it is a I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's a <laughs>
0: You're gonna have to. I know. It's already, it's, it's it's you've still... already
1: called your shot. Yeah, it's it's a west it's, it's a it's a it's a western game. It's a cow you're a cowboy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's a roguelike. Uh, in that you are, you're, all you're doing is trying to get from one end of the start of the, You want to go save your partner. That's what you're doing. Uh, you start, you pick your character with, which has certain stats. I think there's four different stats, uh, speed, uh, accuracy, melee strength. Uh, I think there's one other one I'm forgetting, but you pick your starting character. They have a certain set of loadouts they start with, which are different types of guns, uh, you, st- you have, you can carry two guns and then you can also carry, there's three types, there's three types of guns. There's light, heavy, and shotgun shells. Uh, and then there's also dynamite. So explosives and you run through level, you kill guys, you fight guys, uh, you save like people who are tied up, you get new guns, you pick up ammo. Like it's really simple. Uh, the, the maps are randomly generated, uh, as you're, as you go as each new playthrough. Uh, the graphics are really simple um they work really well but they are very simple but it's very charming it has it's a very simple kind of charming western cowboy game where you play as all these different types of characters these kind of tropey characters even and you just go from one end of the level to the next and shoot the bad guys and they're trying to kill you and they have some of them are melee guys some of them have guns some of them have like ropes There's bears and wildlife you have to fight, snakes and scorpions, all that stuff. Um, I don't know. It's not. It's a very simple game at at its core. I think that's kind of why I just wanted. I wanted something where I could just while I'm playing, I just turn my brain off Mm. and I just roll like you have a roll move. You have a melee attack and you have a gun like all your. So you're just like, oh, I see an enemy. Do I sneak up on them and try and stab them in the back or do I shoot them from afar? Like there's there's like all these, you know, there are like strategies you can employ. but I don't have to think about like, oh, am I making proper narrative choices? No, I, I'm killing everything on this level and I'm getting all the guns I want and all the ammo and then I'm going to the next level. I'm trying to save my partner. Simple goals. I don't have to think about it. I'm at the t- I'm at the end of the day when I'm tired and I've been revising on a, a book or God knows what I've been doing all day. I want to not think Want to not. I just want to like boom, boom, click, bad guy, shoot, kill, dead. Bad Western man, kill! He's trying to kill me. I'm gonna kill him first. Um, it's like fifteen bucks, I think. Uh, I I don't know. I've yet to beat it. I've yet to even beat the second boss. It, it's it's pretty tricky. Um, uh, but it's I I don't get tired of it. It's still fun. Uh, even if I'm not getting to the end of the game. Um uh, Colt Canyon. What have you been up to, Eric? Hmm.
0: Just crying all day and all night. Ooh, howling at the moon. I produced a talk show here at the studios. It's
1: pretty fun. Put that on your resume. Yeah, we were probably like,
0: everyone's really jacked up about it. Everyone's really excited. We will probably be doing more episodes. Um, we did it through Facebook live. That's probably how we'll do it going forward. Unless we decide to do a taping when, which we could do, we could, we could do a taping and then air it live. Um, Air it through live, excuse me. Um, but I I just had the idea we were needing a better framework to do our live stream because the last one was just, hey, we're live streaming, we're gonna mug the camera, now we're gonna say something funny. So I was like, why don't we why don't we set it up this way? I can use this software, I can borrow this equipment. Um, my uh my friend John, who's the gallery coordinator here, um for him to sit behind a desk and be, be, be the, the character, the sassy gay guy. You know, it always is, it, it works. It always goes over, you know? Um, so it was, it was fun. We had some technical issues cause our camera, uh, stopped working after about two hours and we had to, we had to end there. Other than that, things were, you know, things went well. We can solve these problems and, Give it the old college try again, but it was did I say the name we called it Studio talk with john
1: okay where what uh where on Facebook can they find this?
0: You can watch it on it's posted to the studios at five six six three facebook uh page going forward, we might pull them down and put them on youtube as well um but what we're, we're gonna see it's going to evolve it's a little more raw than i would like you know we have one camera so there's not more than one angle and you know i have no capacity to move it so we're going to figure things out going forward
1: I mean, it's the first try it, right you're going you're gonna to it iterate. was, it you, was a first
0: try and I, th- I think there was a lot of good you'll iterate yeah yeah that's the that's the thing i think there was enough success that we all feel really good and energized by it so the next one should be very good. Uh, hey, I'm going to steal your line. Tell me how how good I do it. Hey, Robbie, I played a video game.
1: What? Have you heard of The Messenger? I've played The Messenger, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's really good. We don't really need to talk too much about it, but it's like a, a Ninja Gaiden clone slash spiritual successor, and it's just really, really gloriously fun. I'm pretty sure I got it for free on the Epic Store. A couple of weeks back, a couple of months back at this point, probably. And it's great.
1: How far have you gotten?
0: Have not quite beaten it. I've gotten to the the, the future section. Okay. Got
1: I was going to say, Got did it. you get to the, the, the I, like, I, I think I don't know. The game's been out for a, little, a long time at this point, but for a long yes, time, it's old. for a long, a long time when people discuss the messenger, they're like, uh, there's a thing that happens like halfway through the game and like they don't people were like they try to tiptoe around it like they don't know how to talk about it Mm -hmm. because it is kind of it's it's a i don't know it does change what the game is to a certain extent um oh yeah yeah i mean so i've i've maybe not quite gotten to it yet uh i don't want to tip my hand too much because it does that's okay I'll 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 let you figure out as you're playing if you're enjoying it i don't want to give you any of lovely it is a lovely game yeah um it's, yeah, I think I have it. It was, yeah, it's free in the Epic Store and then it was free in the Xbox for PC Game Pass. Okay. Uh, I, that's where I played it. Um, I will say that little corbel guy,
0: he sucks big time. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks big time.
1: Wouldn't to be a video game if there's a little thing that is really annoying and frustrating and you wish it was never in the game.
0: Oh, man, he's a dick.
1: I kind of like him. I, I could, well, I
0: mean, I'd be... He's going to insult me playing the game. Fuck him. That makes me angry. <laughs> that's
1: kind of why I liked him.
0: Uh, uh, pencil neck geek.
1: <laughs> All right, Bobby Heenan. I'm calling people pencil neck geeks. I believe that's a Freddie Blassie. It is. He took it from Blassie. Yeah. Um, and Blassie probably took it from someone else. From you're, like you're, you're probably from, not wrong. From like the 30s that we don't that is lost to history. Yeah, that no one talks about. Yeah. Um, you ready to talk about some mob psycho, Eric? I'm um, I'm 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 here for it. All right, um, boo. We can move on to our uh, final segment. It's time for Nerbo Book Club. Mm-hmm. Nerbo Book Club is a part of the show Eric and I sign a longer collected work and discuss it in depth like you would a book in a book club, except it's a comic book. This week we are discussing Mob Psycho volumes one through four by One, uh, the the manga that was a webcomic turned into a manga, very popular anime.
0: It's a Japanimation, Robin.
1: Uh, I'm not. I can't do it. Um, can't can't commit to the bit, huh? I can't. No, I I can do it for a one off like joke, but when I start to actually have to say it over i go oh no i'm just gonna correct
0: you that'll be the bit oh no
1: (laughs) that's even worse it's like a nightmare it's like hell
0: yeah there you go
1: um so you'd seen you'd seen the anime right eric i
0: have indeed i I might have watched the first season more than once it's uh very very good
1: okay I've, i've not seen the anime just to give us everyone an idea of where we stand before we read this and I'm, I am curious how
0: this reads having not seen the anime. Uh, it's impossible.
1: I am, I, f- <laughs> I, I don't, I did not enjoy it. I'll say that. I find that.
0: that really interesting.
1: I, 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 like, I can see the, the, I, I think I can see where, like, the charming things are for people who, who do, I, I, I know people love this thing, uh, I, I I'm I myself not entirely sure. I don't know. I feel like I'm a crazy person a little bit when I read this, and I'm like I, I I just all I this all it did was frustrate me. That's all this did. I think by near the end, I was starting to enjoy it more. Like the last book or two mm-hmm. after his brother gets his powers and starts like think like it just felt so slow for a while, and I'm. Like, I can't, like, I'm just, I don't care about all the, like, I know that's part of the charm, I think. I was hoping you could help figure, help tell me what, like, cause I find all this crap happening at the school mind numbing. I'm like, what is, I don't care about these clubs. Why is this in the show? Why we're in this, this manga? Why is this in the comic book? Why are we talking about clubs? I don't,
0: because that's what the fucking book is about.
1: I know, but it's I. why are we talking about all these mutants and x-men i know i want to hear the story about the brave senator well i did not know eric i didn't i have zero i had zero idea what this comic book was about like i just i knew that there was an esper in it like i knew it was like Mm -hmm. uh i knew it was like a much like one piece man is kind of a yeah parodying superheroes and and shonen i was thinking oh like this is parodying books that art, even, not even just comic books, but mm. uh, things like Akira and the many, many, many books and stories like it. That's all so I do. I
0: will, I will say that when I started the mob anime, I was a little confused by it as well. So I I can understand kind of where you're coming from, and I felt very different because you have kind of... I, I, I have a longer a longer history of like experience with these characters in its heart mob is a lot like one punch man in that it's it's you know we have all these stories that are person gets or has powers and their whole life revolves around um you know, how they make themselves great or how they do this or how they do that. And the way, like, you know, One One Punch Man is the story of this guy gets super powerful and it bores him. And it's him, like, not really appreciating what he has and trying to, I don't know, trying to live in this world that I'm, I'm struggling to articulate it. I'm losing my perspicacity here, I guess. But, but Mob is the whole world wants him to kind of rest on the laurels of having this power. And he wants to improve himself. He wants to be his own person. Like he struggles to, you know, make decisions or understand social cues or these various different things. And rather than just falling into, I'm going to, I'm going to use this power. He actively avoids it. He kind of shuns it. He runs away from it. But still other people that he comes in contact to and touches, he still kind of helps them, you know, improves their life. It's 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 an interesting story. It's weird. It's different. And it definitely seems to touch the themes that this writer seems to like. There's there's some common DNA with One Punch Man. It's also drawn by him, which is bizarre.
1: Uh, I was going to say.
0: hmm I mean, he started out, One Punch Man started out as some web comic. That's my understanding. Yes. Um, and it was very crude, and it's why Saitama looks as weird as he does, and these characters um, are in that same sort of crude art style. I mean, it's clear he's not... I mean, for someone who's like not a super professional artist. I honestly think there's some really neat looking panels in here. Um, he does a lot of really good storytelling things. It's just, it's somewhere between like a kid's drawing, you know, like a deviant art kid's drawing and like something that's got a lot of ability. It It's, it's weird. It's very Japanese. It's, it's, it, it's fascinating to me. You know, for all the reasons that I'm fascinated by Japan. His choices and the weird cultural whatnot of, you know, Japanese school kid life. They're they're very cruel to their their children in Japan.
1: I I don't know. I I kept asking myself why like I like mob Mm -hmm. and I liked. Like there's parts I like, and you're right about the art that there are particular panels or pages are like, oh that yeah, that looks great. And then and it's it goes
0: amazing. It's amazing that he can flex and do something that looks so good when a lot of them look like he just gave up.
1: Uh, yeah, and that's a I I think it also that when it laps back into the normal art for the moment, when it wasn't those like very seemingly well drawn pages, and then you go back to five pages of you know. Bad drawing, I I or amateur drawing, I I just was like I can't. I I think a, a lot of the appeal of One Punch Man is how beautiful it looks, um, and I think that got me to like One Punch Man a lot more than I maybe would have if it looked like this. The
0: mob anime, it's, it's for one thing, it actually does look a lot like this. It's very based in in his art style, but it is very very well done. It is, um, you would, you would think they'd have a hard time making something that looked like this look good. It is really, really, really beautiful.
1: I mean, I think some of it is just that a lot of characters don't stay true to their, like a model. Like they, they, whenever, like, it feels like a lot of times, like a lot of the characters will shift somewhat. They will look different from time to varying, you know, depending on which page you're looking at. And I think that frustrated me. Um the I like, like I was saying, I like Mob, and I like his brother, and I like the little happy whatever the name of that little demon is, his little buddy. Um, the,
0: you mean, you mean Dimple?
1: Dimple. I like Dimple. I mean, I don't like Dimple's Dimple. Funny. but I like Dimple with Mob. I like their and mm-hmm. I like him with the characters. Those are yeah, those are fun moments. It's when I when I'm we're following all these other school kids, and I don't have any context to why we're I don't understand why we're following them necessarily. I feel like the I don't get like, you know, the the theme of him having these powers, but it not wanting them to define him. You know, and his name is Mob because literally he's a background character. Mm-hmm. That's the joke, is he's a background character, and yet he's our protagonist. And it feels like I I'm we're following like there's a there's particular sequence where all these different groups are like being conspired against to come face each other all at once. And I felt like I, my mind was falling out, like oozing out of my ears. Cause I had no idea. I like, I lost track of what was happening. I'm like, you're oh. talking
0: about in the, it's like in the third or fourth book when they're talking about the, uh, the, the rumored, um, big boss shiro t poison
1: yeah when and they get all the everyone gets their the fake letters get sent out to everyone and yeah oh that's yeah that that that's earlier These are separate yeah okay that's well that's that's what i'm talking about when they get the fake letters that's Mm -hmm. that's i'm like okay and i i just start losing track of what admittedly
0: that part was more clear in the anime i did think that it's a little muddy um and we also did not get quite to the resolution of it there's more resolution that happens with that and the the arc with his brother in advance of that and I I have the I have the advantage of knowing that that happens um we might have been better off ending on book 3 and not book 4
1: i mean um, i mean the the not having like proper resolution at after like with the brother and that stuff like that's okay with me because that's the stuff I was liking like because that is actually giving me I think I un, I can understand that relationship and mm-hmm. like the the deal with his brother struggling with finding out powers like those things I can I have a I think a language I can understand that you know I I understand that that I there I think it's when we get down to like the uh the the this culture of school children and these relationships and improving oneself and the weightlifting club versus telepath club versus and they, then the, see
0: the, the 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 I find it shocking because literally I've everyone I know loves the body improvement club they're they're amazing they're like just so nice and positive and it's interesting that none of that came off in your reading of this
1: i don't find anyone charming in this except mob himself probably
0: well mob is just an innocent
1: yeah i think yeah that comes but to, i mean like
0: absolutely to. so are the body improvement club they're just a bunch of guys like it's possible that their section maybe it's beefed up a little bit more but like You know, mob gets kidnapped and they, they rush to save him, but he wants to join and they immediately let him, they, they, they don't, they don't haze him at all. They don't do anything. They're just like, yeah, come on, you're in, you know, they're just like nothing but a constant source of good. We don't really get too many of Reagan's great moments, but he's also like, despite being this con man is a much beloved character. I don't I I uh you you you're wrong about Reagan because literally I, I, no one dislikes him.
1: Okay, I'm not saying that I I no, you're incorrect Eric. I strongly dislike Reagan.
0: <laughs> no, you also you you're you're wrong because all everyone is, he's one of their favorite characters. I
1: you can't tell me how I feel about this book that I read. It I I I'm don't telling well. I mean, you,
0: you can have you definitely can have a wrong opinion about something. Like you you if you if I read the first page of something and make up my mind based on that, like you're you only are seeing like one bit of it. It's well, it's fine. You can never read the rest of this and never watch the anime. Well, I would but rather like watch. You have a distorted. You have a distorted vision of who this person is
1: well i i have to watch an anime to know how i feel about a character You don't have to do
0: anything i'm i'm only telling you most people that watch and read this like he is one of the most interesting and compelling characters and i think had i watched only this in the anime and stopped i would probably agree with you but Reagan's Reagan's fascinating. We don't we we don't really get a whole lot of great moments and, and, and I think one of the things that really compelled me to really sit with Mob and figure out what it was all about was the Super Eye Patch Wolf video about the anime and he when he talked about Reagan You know, and it is it is interesting. It's compelling to watch him do his benign little griffs. And I I don't know. It's he's just is an interesting character and the things that he accomplishes over the series. It's a lot. It's interesting. And he does care about Mob a lot. And it's it's like he wrestles with how he feels about how he's using Mob versus, like, I don't know, what Mob's goals are and how the two of them change over time. It's a a very interesting series and comic, and I'm not surprised that a lot of this doesn't come off in the first pages. It's, I think, difficult to appreciate all that Mob is from what's on here, but, I mean, I suppose me having that back end of this, I this gave me more insight into who these characters are and just i felt like i'm going deeper with something that i already like you you got this and i don't know it's very japanese this art style looks like a specific kind of japanese crude bad cartooning that i've seen in in the back of shonen jumps and things you know it's interesting the whole thing is super japanese and super weird and that just might be a big part of it you know i've found things that are really super japanese interesting for a long time and i guess it's just never going to be your cup of tea
1: this feels impenetrable when reading just reading these four books like i i get some of it but then there's i don't know there's things that happen that i don't know why they're happening and i don't know and i mean it's not it's not that i like i don't know why the characters are doing things it's it's Mm -hmm. more about why we are being shown them those being shown the things that are happening like which
0: which which do you mean let's talk about that
1: the and I I and I like I suspect it's giving us background motivation for the brother, but the whole plot about the headmaster and him like conspiring to make the school clean, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I and I
0: the uh, the student body president,
1: yeah, that's okay, that guy, um, yeah, I like, like I understand what's happening, like he's playing evidence to root out kids that he doesn't he thinks are problems for mm-hmm. whatever reason but I don't like I, I don't know how that relates to Mob and him having all these powers and I his... think it's I think it
0: maybe it comes back to the whole foreground character versus background character sort of theme of the story I think Mob is almost like kind of abstract almost like maybe maybe you could even call it metafictional when you look at it through that lens that this guy he's you know we're given all this story about him and his his brother and he's gonna do this big thing and then it just all ends up being fuel for this other thing i i don't know it does feel kind of out of left field here in this comic and I really just kind of ran roughshod over it um, in that it was just, I knew where it was going. And it was part of, um, it was part of his brother's story, which just, you know, it leads back to Mob and where we're going with the um, the psychics and the superhumans in the, in the next part of the arc. Um, it is, it's weird. And I think that it's those kind of things. I don't know. It's like a fucking Tom Bombadil tangent. It's just something that happens in a lot of uh, fiction in Asia. You know, there's there seem to be a lot of Tom Bombadils.
1: I I don't I don't
0: like Tom Bombadil. What? I said I don't like Tom Bombadil. You can dislike Tom Bombadil on your wall. I am not. I am not here to defend the actions of one Tom Bombadil and his yellow fucking boots. (laughs) I I could not give a fuck about Tom Bombadil. I just... This is just... I tell you... I mean, a a story that baffles me is um, Totoro, because it it seems like the whole point is the dicking around, and then... all of the conflict is resolved in like five minutes at the end. Mm -hmm. And I don't like stories like that, but like, I don't know, ever since I heard the, of the concept of, of, um, Ketsu, I just, their storytelling styles are a little different. And I mean, to call it impenetrable, I think is, is it's not, it's not a bad take. Because it's so fucking like weird and shaped in such a strange way. And it did make me really uncomfortable when I first like I think I I think I had to go through it twice to really process it like it was it was it was weird to me. And it is I don't even know that I'd call it flaws, but it 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 kind of expects a lot out of you and it kind of throws a lot at you. But I I still feel like there's a lot of gold here. It's just not like a lot of things that we've read or watched. It's fucking weird. And it, I mean, and it tries to be weird and subversive. It's definitely trying to be the opposite of, you know, guy has superpowers, guy saves the world.
1: And I think I'm was more comfortable with one punch man as well as because it's, it's still mm-hmm. centered so much around, around one punch man. Mm-hmm. Well, this mob is background character for a lot of it. He's barely around. Like he, he pops in, like there's multiple chapters where he's not, there is no mob. Mob's not there. Mm-hmm. He's, he's doing whatever, <laughs> you know, he's, he's being a background character. Yeah. Um, and then, and I'm just, I just like, uh, all right. Uh, let's see what's going on. Oh, there, there's a turf war. It's like it felt like, um, yeah. What's uh what's the like? Can't they musical. Um, West Side Story. Yeah. Kind of I Feeling. Was to, I was about to start snapping. Yeah, it felt very much like just like these showdowns with like a uh, you know, and and I have I'm certainly not as versed in Japanese stories as you. I've not nearly read nearly as much manga, ever watched nearly as much anime as you have, but you know i've seen i've read and seen akira and i go okay mm-hmm. yeah gangs i get it they're fighting it's but a really it it really is a pervasive like idea
0: in in japanese culture um they they love their teenage delinquent stereotypes
1: and it's i i think it's just i i was waiting for the i was waiting for us to get to the fireworks factory I guess, and like we are starting, we are starting to get there at the end there with uh with the brother and stuff. I was like, okay, hey, mob look.
0: is a mob is a bit of a slow burn, so that I think I think your your instinct is spot on there.
1: I was, where are we gonna get to the fireworks? I'm like, okay, his brother has powers now, and now they're mm-hmm. now, and but a mob is still like I. That's when I'm like, okay, I'm finally on board. I'm mm-hmm. finally getting to the point where I, like mob his brother literally tells mob like oh it's not that i admired you i was afraid of you and now that i have power as well i can realize that and mob mm-hmm. in- and instead of his of mob attacking his brother's mob uh tries to placate this gang and make them friends and i'm like okay i get it that makes me you know i like mob i want to see where they're going with cl- the claws i guess the claw claw yeah. which okay i want to see with it and then it's just like oh it's over I'm like oh, okay I was felt like I was just reading a long prologue and I'm like k i am like I feel like and also I feel like the anime probably makes this more palatable to
0: it's it's very similar, honestly. Like some things like they punch up uh they punch up humor in some places. Um I mean the animation is absolutely beautiful and they stick the landing on a lot of these things where uh, one doesn't quite have the artistic chops to pull off stuff. Um, like, I I laugh at Reagan doing stupid shit in this because, like, I'm just, you know, I'm more familiar with the character. So I find him saying cheeseburger tornado uh, probably a lot funnier than you did.
1: I, I was
0: mostly cheeseburger confused. is a word that every Japanese person knows, by the way. That's why I said that.
1: Oh, OK yeah i did not
0: if you ask a japanese person to say in, a, in an american thing they would probably say cheeseburger um and that's the the guy was like oh my dad's from the united states and he's like cheeseburger so that's the joke ah
1: uh, okay i i mean like i understand like i f- understand the framework of it but i don't i'm just like all i'm doing is processing like oh mm-hmm. i don't I, it's just like layers of obfuscation, and it also like <laughs> I, I'm like I'm just struggling to under like okay, there's and it and it, I think also I'm res I feel like I'm resenting any any time this and I guess I mean from what you're saying that's what this book is. It's just the side. It's all tangents. It's all this like because I'm like I just can we get back to mob? I want to know what's happening. Like I want to see that movement i want to see his mm-hmm. character arc and then we're just getting mm-hmm. back to reagan and he's like interviewing a guy and he's like doing a scam and I'm like okay cool uh he punched that guy and
0: it is a little difficult even even from what i remember i could actually stand to rewatch season two which i remember i remember liking more than season one but they're all I don't know. The anime is very good. And I, I think it is a little tough to get a through line of, um, sort of mobs arc because he, he, I mean, he struggles, he gets put in really difficult situations and he does try and change. And he does, he does change, but it's, it's, it's not in huge ways, you know, it's slow and painful growth. And that's a big part of what this is about. Like he has the easy out and yet he wants to be a better person and have these skills and develop himself and do the difficult thing, you know, in spite of having the easy answer. And he's surrounded by a lot of people that take the easy way out, Um, which was, you know, that was a theme in. Uh, one punch man when he's like, you know, all I did was I did the work. You know, which we talked about.
1: Push ups
0: so yeah. He, he did his he did his push ups and his squats and his five kilometer run. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Um then mob sucks at all these things. But he still tries anyway. He pulls the arrow against God. It's very very japanese cultural thing of him to do
1: yeah i think i would enjoy it more if it was i don't know that's and it's hard to disconnect it from its structure where Mm -hmm. i like mob and i like that it felt very superman to me very clark kent of Mm -hmm. being very powerful but having to do the Mm -hmm. doing solving a problem without your fists without your Mm -hmm. without your power that as an idea is inherently interesting to me. And that's where I was like, okay, that's what this looks about. But then there's, it's couched in a lot of, ta- in that kind of non, non linear, not, not non linear, but non mm-hmm. like storytelling tradition that is not like, okay, there you have your yeah. hero and he has, he has, yes. this is his challenge and he's going to confront it. And then yes. it's over
0: it's 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 not hero's journey it's not three act structure it's it feels super bizarre to me and like i i try and i try and analyze it and i think like what what is good about this why why do i feel uncomfortable about this weird structure does it work why does it work why doesn't it work i i i i try and i try and use it as a chance to look at the lens that I have. Like if, you know, like if I was going to write a story or you or I were going to write a story together, like we would fall back on our traditional storytelling shapes and tropes. And we couldn't write something like this, or at least I would not want us to, you know, because I, I still struggle with shapes like this. It feels weird and avant-garde to me. Um
1: I mean I think it's this is originally published as a web comic as well just like One Punch Man and I feel like that it represents I thought this was always just a manga. No, it it was originally on what's what it's a web comic on it started mm-hmm. after One Punch Man but they both were originally published online and then mm-hmm. be were put it in print so i don't know if it's not like a i think a what do you i don't know it's hard harder and harder to categorize what webcomic means does that mean digital first on a website Mm -hmm. like what what does that mean um but i mean i think it's a reason i struggle with reading a lot of webcomics is that they don't seem to care about you know following any kind of typical
0: jeff jocks yeah cute and i think that that does that may say something about you know whether you would say this is a rough beginning or not. They really don't throw any of this out um, for the anime, and mm, maybe it could stand to be more concise or punchier. Uh, maybe the the story shape could be different. Maybe it could be tidier. Um, Mob is a, a a weird, bizarre thing, and I've always found it interesting. Uh I think I started out finding it interesting and then later found it good. So, I guess I'm not with more reflection I'm 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 less surprised um that you're challenged by it because I do think that it's bizarre and probably I from your perspective like if I'm if I'm stepping into your shoes I could see how a lot of it's completely opaque.
1: I just I don't know. I think I want, you know, when it's called Psycho 100 and it's about, oh, I, I, when I look at a story, I go, what's the interesting, what's the most interesting things about the story? And I go, oh, it's this Esper, this kid who has all this incredible power and he wants to do things without using that power. He wants Mm -hmm. to, he wants to solve problems without resolving to just brute force psychic mm-hmm. power and that's like okay that's interesting and then but then we get into all this side stuff with the school and i'm like i i i just find my I, it very i found it incredibly difficult to care about any of these characters because they don't really have save the cat moments which is again you know another kind of traditional storytelling
0: that's a very american yeah storytelling thing even in you know, even in all the uh, european comic literature that we've read yeah people often don't have those moments um i think we have moments that define their character yes i i agree with that and i i we don't i don't think I, we don't need to feel any way we can just see them and laugh at them or whatever and I don't think we need the cue, you know like i I can form an opinion on the slacker telekinesis club uh girl based on what I'm shown of her, you know I get a good laugh at her um but I mean even part of that, like when she does the she does this the this the sticky pose. You know, like, she's trying to... Or mob, like, did that... Was that... Did that fall flat on you? Did you understand what he was trying to illustrate in that panel?
1: I think so. I'm not sure, though. I didn't... I did not... I don't think it... it, I do not think it it hit me the way it's supposed to. I know I think I'm supposed mm to... I just... I think I... My primary reaction is first, like, confusion. And then, like, trying to figure it out. And by that point, I'm like, it's too late. I've already, like... I have to think about it, so it's not... There's not a punchline there because I am not, it's not internalized. Do
0: you know what Pathologic is? Uh, the video I game? you do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would posit that this manga is the Pathologic of manga. Oh
1: God. Oh no. Okay.
0: <laughs> have you, have you, have you watched like the, uh, the H Bomber guy review of it?
1: Of Pathologic? Mm-hmm. No, I have not. So
0: he posited that it is this very brilliant artistic statement um, that's basically inseparable from the medium of it being a completely obtuse and impossible to play hateful video game. And that, that only like it's, it's you have to suffer through a lot of garbage to really get the feeling that the game's trying to evoke in you. And Maybe there's some of that in this. Mostly, it's just that I think that it's more difficult to appreciate because it is an ugly comic for the most part. A I, lot of these panels are ugly.
1: I found myself thinking that a lot is how much of this is just uh, I don't like this art at all. That I well, I mean, no, I mean, if this was drawn by was it is it
0: Yusuke or Range Murata? Those are both people, and I I believe it's Yusuke. continuously flip flopped them, but I think it was Yusuke, right?
1: Yeah, I believe it is Yusuke.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, if Yusuke Murata drew this, it'd be fucking gorgeous. Um, but it's just, it's like Crayon Shin-Chan or something. It's just one of those Japanese, like, kind of ugly uh, cartooning things. And it doesn't really bother me. I mean, I've... I've read a lot of crude comics drawn by people, and I think... I I. I that's a thing that I appreciate about one that that he, I, I was really surprised to see that this was drawn by him and I kind of appreciate it for that. Cause I think that it's super punk for someone who's not an amazing artist, but like can make like, can write a good and interesting story to just sit down and draw like a kind of ugly comic that says something that's important to them and there's you know i follow a ton of people that do that and i don't know i i i like this ugly little comic
1: yeah i i think i
0: just got to cheeseburger tornado again
1: if you had told like if i had the the if you told me prior to reading this oh it's like pathologic thematically like i would have been like oh okay i would have kind of been like more prepared i would have had different i, expe- I mean expe- this, expectations. Is a, this is i i
0: i had no idea
1: i understand that is, i'm just I saying didn't
0: that... realize he drew this i knew the only thing that i knew is that i watched two seasons of the mob anime and i really liked it and kind of reflecting in this conversation i do remember struggling a bit and starting it over in the first season and probably had a lot of the same struggles with the anime that you have with this
1: i would i would i will say that i will watch that anime probably i was i'm like i'm curious but i I don't don't think you need to I, i i
0: me i would read more of this manga you know because it is an it is an it is an ugly weird thing that i really enjoyed my time with but i think anyone who is interested in this does not need to read it the anime is like absolutely flat out gorgeous where this is definitely ugly
1: yeah uh, the the english release this is like we're only a couple books behind the i mean literally the the, the fifth yeah it's book, not released yet the fifth book came out yesterday as of the time of this oh, recording
0: yes i thought it i thought that it I thought I looked at the store and it said that the fifth book was not released yet. Well,
1: as Wikipedia says, it it's released yesterday. Maybe it might again postponed because of the pandemic. It
0: says pre order still on Comicsology, so maybe it's maybe there's a delay between physical book and and digital.
1: Yeah, it's so. I mean, like they started releasing this in 2018, and they're up to book mm-hmm. five and six is supposed to come on July, but we'll see if that actually happens. Um, but like this is in Japanese, like was published in 2012, like it there there it's pretty big delay on the uh yeah on, on the manga well you can go watch the anime right now um and there's no you don't have to like anime you can just subtitle it yeah um so there's there's that also the weird wh- i don't know why the first three books of this where you're flipping from left yeah to right,
0: that's so stupid right it goes the other way
1: it goes left to right and it's not flopped but the pages are you read north yeah. right to left but you're reading the but the pages go left to right and that's on
0: comiXology both. man that's and that's that's on them it's some dark horse decision um that, that that's also true that whoever handed them over their files did set their shit up wrong but yeah that's that's dicked up
1: it's really weird it really i was very yeah. confused for a, a couple minutes i'm like what is going on i'm like okay no i read it this way but then the pages go backwards okay yeah. whatever uh yeah. which you think we kind of got this figured out by now guys we just just do it the way japan does it's it. got it's got some jank yeah um that's it's got some jank that's just a digital reading digitally in the year 2020 yeah. problem not really well everything's broken and everyone's dumb <laughs> I haven't seen and racist
0: and a, <laughs> and a serial assaulter. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're not wrong.
1: Uh, is there anything else you want to add, Eric?
0: No, I'm, uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised, but I guess if I think about it, I'm not that surprised that you had a frustrating time with that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to add to your frustration
1: as I age the
0: anime. I think if you can, can make it through a season of the anime, I think you will, uh, you will enjoy it
1: as I age. I'm, i f- i'm falling further and further into just give me familiar thing i want I shape th- think i want
0: that that's it, it is it is indeed very difficult I, I mean we seek nostalgia and comfort because the world hurts us <laughs> <laughs> so yeah
1: i need i need shape i know please shape Mm -hmm. give me shape
0: i i I dug my cds out of the closet and started listening to them in my car and i feel like i'm stealing from someone (laughs) that's where i'm at in the year 2020 i'm like i'm not paying for a streaming service i can just play the things that i own what this music that i've liked for years what crazy it is it's weird
1: uh that's it for mob psycho 100 next time in two weeks we'll be discussing secret warriors uh by jonathan hickman and stefano caselli uh from 2009 um it is uh a shield story shield versus hydra story um and with a nick's a nick fury story uh and I'm a big fan. Eric has yet to read it. I'm excited to talk about it and excited to read it again, Uh, which this book is not like pathologic, Eric. I give you that. It's, it is written. It is written by Jonathan Hickman. And what your earlier comments of uh, unnecessary graphic design.
0: Mm, I do like to tease him about that.
1: There's a little bit of that in there. It's not as bad as (laughs) I do not think that
0: that mob, the anime is like pathologic. I think it's just, it's just, I think it's just a good anime.
1: Okay. I got it. Um, that's next time we're reading Secret Warriors. You can read along with us if you like. like. Uh, that'll do it for us today. Uh, we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at com. Find links to all of our stuff there, to Facebook, to Twitter, to our RSS feed. If you like the show, please give us a good review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you use. Subscribe. Tell your friends. All those things add up. Help us out. Help out the show. Uh, help us get new listeners. We really appreciate you uh anyone who takes the time to do that you can find me online on twitter at Robbie dorman and my website is robbydorman.com where you find links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my horror novels my newest novel the split circle is a horror mystery set in a small eastern european town an exiled american must investigate a soccer death cult
0: i do so love hearing you say soccer death cult
1: i've said it so many times now uh eric where can they find you and your things online
0: you can see my portfolio on freewillunlimited.com and also ericzgoodnight.com. Uh, there, I list many of the things I get up to online, including my accounts on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch, where I'm known on all services as Easy Goodnight.
1: And with that, folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one.
0: Rock and roll.